0: Real I mean, it's, it's it's just not good because okay so the way that water gets its flavor is that it's it's a texture based thing. Okay. So the way that it the way that it moves over your tongue is what gives it its flavor, and so it is like its mineral component it changes kind of like the smoothness and the texture of the water, and that's what changes the flavor. But if okay. the minerals are bad, then it's going to taste bad. Right.
1: If it's literal dirt it's not going and so
0: like when you when you use like a brita filter that makes it like safer to drink but then it also just makes what you're drinking essentially flat water so it's still not good so even the best and purest of tap water is still bad
1: yeah you gotta go for the spring water baby
0: yeah baby all about that spring water
1: all right welcome to the thriller club i'm (laughs) ryan (laughs) i'm kz we didn't say our names in the last episode, so after f- multiple months without doing an episode, I'm sure everybody forgot who we were. That's okay. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, this is the Thriller Club. We're talking about uh, uh, horror movies right now. Still, usually we're going to move on to other stuff at some point, along you with j- horror movies. But
0: I mean, you just lied because we're not talking about horror movies.
1: Today. No, I mean, but it's you know, it's this is classic Thriller Club. Uh, logic, where there's a giant monster that would be scary in real life, so it it counts. Okay. (laughs) Um, So uh, what we're going to do today is we were supposed to do an episode on Kong Skull Island last week, but as is the case with uh, us Thrill Club boys, our uh, scheduling and just will to live in general, uh, depleting quickly, and um, we just didn't record that, so this week... Instead of recording two episodes and dropping them both at the same time, where one might lose some, you know, some sight, so you know, on the interwebs, Uh, we figured we would just do one big old mashup convo about both Kong Skull Island and the main topic of this epi, Godzilla versus Kong, the newest film in the Monster Verse.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: (laughs) We're gonna have a fun time. Today, let me tell you right off what? the bat, we're going to disagree. What
0: is? What else is in the MonsterVerse currently? Oh, for is this, it just Kong and Godzilla? For
1: this continuity, it's just the first two Godzillas in Skull Island, and now this this bash up movie.
0: Okay, and so MonsterVerse is separate from the from the uh, immediately scrapped Universal Monster <laughs> Universe, right? Yeah, thank God. Okay.
1: Do you remember that photoshopped picture of all those actors in the same room to make it seem like it was like a Marvel team up? Yeah. <laughs> it was just awful. Never, never happened.
0: Yeah, as it should not have. Yeah, no.
1: That's. I think we've talked about it, but stop making classic horror movies into big action movies. Like, yeah, very at, at least monster movies are like innately supposed to have action in it because it's like a disaster movie just with a fucking monster. Right. But whereas like all those old one Dracula and shit were all like atmospheric, like character pieces. And then they just try to make it fucking a big fucking Marvel movie.
0: Yeah. No one needs like a big flashy creature from the black lagoon. You know, like
1: I, I honestly think that that invisible man movie wasn't, Too over the top when it comes to like that kind of shit, but like I still don't need an Iron Man style suit to make him invisible. Let that motherfucker drink a potion.
0: They gave him a suit.
1: Yeah, he's in like a suit that like it's got a bunch of little cameras on it and just reflects everything around him. No. Yeah, it's dumb. That's. Yeah, the movie wasn't awful, but I don't I didn't love it as much as it seemed the rest of the planet did, but I would much rather prefer goddamn potion turning a wacky idiot invisible. Am I wrong to think that?
0: No, that's fine. Hey, uh, we're a mysterious lab and we created a potion. That is at least as logical as we're a mysterious lab and we created a stupid suit. It's the same thing.
1: It's the same thing. I mean, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it because that also brings back bad memories of the 15-minute episode that I released. If you want to go listen to that, (laughs) it's still out there somewhere, unfortunately, but... (laughs) Alright, so um what have you been up to? Any news in the in the KZ land before we jump into some movie news?
0: Um I just got vaccinated today. That's about it.
1: Hell yeah, round one?
0: Yeah, round one. They hit me with the Moderna. Um
1: Oh, so do you even need a second one?
0: Yeah, Moderna you get a second one still. Okay. It's Johnson and Johnson that you don't get a second one.
1: All right, fuck Johnson and Johnson. I need two to yeah. make sure.
0: Yeah, give me two. Fuck you, Johnson and Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I got the Moderna. I was really pulling for the Pfizer personally. Right, yeah. Uh, but I got I got Vax at Gillette Stadium. So I think there's probably some kind of like some kind of like Boston like <laughs> pride there. So they went with the Moderna
1: one. <laughs> I then. guess sure.
0: Yeah. Um, now
1: you're gonna be a fucking beefcake football player in a few days, just magically. Yeah. You'll be football fucking... football player, man.
0: Um, but yeah, my shoulders a little bit sore. Um but that's all. Yeah, I know. some yeah. Had like a really fucked up arm for the rest of the day. I'm chilling. I could probably still go to the gym if I was tonight, um, and not suffer too much. But there you go. It took a little bit in my shoulder. So
1: I know that. Uh, I, I think it's the Pfizer one that on the second dose, lots of people are getting like brutal fevers and stuff. But that has yeah. to happen, man. You got to work that shit out.
0: Yeah, that's how it goes. Um. That's. Um, yeah, I still need to get that.
1: I still need to get that done. Instead, I've been wasting my time. Uh, I, I have finally started writing scripts for a comic strip idea. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's gonna be neat. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spill any of the details yet, but um, it should be fun. It should be coming out sometime, eventually. It's gonna be a web comic. Maybe I'll. Sure. Maybe I'll make some money out of it just to, uh, on the side if I can possibly, if this quality is right. But for now, just just for fun, I'll yeah. I'll, I'll spill the beans as soon as uh, it gets closer. Sure. Um, are you ready to jump into some uh, actual movie news? I think so. Just real quick ones. I got some. I got four stories here. Uh, like we mentioned in the past, uh, we are going to start integrating some uh, movie news into the first segment of the show. If you've listened to the show before, you know that uh, at some point we're going to play a trailer for the Topic movie, and after yep. that is when we're going to get into our main conversation. But for now, fucking bear with us. You, you, we're, we're trying something different, okay?
0: Yeah. I'm trying a new formula. Yeah. Keep it spicy.
1: Otherwise, we would literally, the f- like 50 seconds that we just talked about our own shit would have lasted 15 minutes, so.
0: Right. Right.
1: All right, so. First on first on the list here, we're starting with a little one. Space Jam: A New Legacy trailer came out. Did you see it?
0: I have not watched it. No.
1: I am very pumped for it.
0: You are okay. Cool.
1: I wasn't expecting it to be because the first Space Jam is absolute trash. Um, I, I love it because of when I grew up, but let's be honest, that movie sucks sucks dicks. Which I isn't mean, a bad I, thing, but you know. I
0: haven't seen it in a very long time, but oh. I don't know if you're correct, but or, <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know if you're correct. I so. watched it
1: somewhat recently and it's, uh, it's a lot more difficult to get through than it was back in the day, mostly because Michael Jordan isn't an actor and like, right. it's, okay. it's disgustingly obvious that he's just like, all right, all right, Mr. Jordan, just say this line right now. And I was like, <laughs> Michael Jordan, you know, it's not, it's yeah. not, it's not a performance, but the trailer for this new one, just from the little snippets of LeBron James acting, we have in it, dude seems so natural at it. Way more natural than Michael Jordan.
0: That's weird. But uh, it is cool. weird,
1: but I mean, he's a, I mean, he's a very charismatic fella. That's true. Um, but the reason I mention this on this podcast is because in the trailer, there's a little tiny uh, Easter egg in the background. They're starting to bring in like a bunch of properties owned by WB. So you see like the Iron Giant in there. You see like the Flintstones among the Looney Tunes and everything. But For one quick second behind old Don Cheadle, you can see um, Pennywise from the IT movies, and it's like it's the new Pennywise. Weird. Yeah, and uh, it like it doesn't look like Goofy or anything. Like it kind of looks like if Pennywise just was like stalking in the background.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's bizarre. I know
1: it was weird, and but kind of neat. I'd like to see if he like actually does anything in the movie, or if he's just like you can just see him for a second. Yeah even if he's not even in the movie and they just shoved him in the trailer just to be creepy, that's pretty That's pretty nice, too.
0: But, like, imagine him, like, throwing a basketball back to them from the sewer or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like,
1: I, I want to and- see him do the MJ dunk. <laughs> His stupid <laughs> arms already get long and weird anyways. Might as well just go for it. That's true. All right, so that's, that's that. Space Jam, looking forward to it, and Pennywise, isn't it? So, nice. Roaring Newsweek. The Chucky TV series, KZ, have you heard of it?
0: Oh, God, no.
1: <laughs> They're making a Chucky e, uh, TV series. It's not a continuation of the Mark Hamill reboot that we talked about. Okay. Um, it's bringing back all the usuals. Like, what's his name? I think Brad Dornar for something like that. He's, sure. He's the greasy guy in Lord of the Rings <laughs> amongst all the greasy guys in that. He's also in Deadwood, which is what I know him from. But, uh,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. And he was in that, he was the, like I think he's the sheriff in that shitty Rob Zombie Halloween movie. He has, like, the handbar mustache. He's old. Anyways, uh- <laughs> he's going to be back uh, voicing, voicing Chucky, and they just released a trailer via Twitter, I believe, uh, where you see the cybernetic skeleton of a Chucky doll. So it's I guess it's hinting towards an origin story. I don't want it. No. I was going to ask, are you in or are you out, dude?
0: I'm out. I mean, I kind of already don't give a fuck about no Chucky anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: He's kind of a lower tier for me.
0: And I don't know, I, I kind of don't fuck with these, like, bizarre, like, TV show, like, uh, exploration, backstory things, you know, that seem to be kind of popping up here and there, you yeah. know? I just don't know if I give a shit about no. any of them. I think it's, like, an immediate turn off for me to, like, I don't know why, but it just is. Like, anytime, it, like, they're doing that, they did that one about Clarice.
1: Oh, yeah. No like thanks. Like,
0: sign me don't give a fuck. Count me uh, the American Horror Story dude did the show about Nurse, nurse Ratched from fucking One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. I, oh, I couldn't. You you couldn't make me give a fuck. Nah. You know what I mean? So I, it's just an instant like turn off for me. I'm especially to, like,
1: turned off by the Claire Reese show because the only reason that they like there's talks. I mean, Hannibal was canceled after season three, I think, but there has been talks about uh, season four, and that show rules. And uh, yeah, so I was really looking forward to season four, but apparently, like the reason that that is so like far from happening is because this show has the rights to that one book, uh, Silence of the Lambs. So that right. so Hannibal can't could never adapt it anyways, and so this mo- this show existing and going forward is like just takes something like the one thing that would probably get producers behind a Hannibal season four off the table. So I'm especially salty against it for that, especially since they can't even in- include Hannibal Lecter in the show.
0: I mean, I haven't watched it, obviously, but it just seems to me, and this is why this shit always turns me off. And I guess the Chucky thing probably won't be like this, but the reason that it always turns me off instantly is because like, so that basically means that the Clarice show is just like a cop show, you know?
1: Yeah. Like a procedural. Like,
0: I assume, like it's just a cop show. Cause like, Clarice her the thing about her that's interesting in Silence of the Lambs is her working with Hannibal to catch, you know, uh, uh,
1: uh, Buffalo a, Bill
0: Buffalo Bill. So like once you take out the entire dynamic, it's like she's just a detective hunting down a bad dude. Like, yeah, we've got that show a billion times, right. you know, just make a different character.
1: Right. The only thing that I've heard from the show, I haven't watched either, but I heard that one, I guess they teased like an introduction of her own Hannibal Lecter, like I guess her own arch nemesis for this show. But also I read, I didn't read what they did to do it, but I guess the show kind of retcons Silence of the Lambs to an extent and changes shit about it. So it's like, why even bother? Like if that's what, like, I feel like it was just a play to make sure Hannibal doesn't fucking adapt the material so some other producer can make money off it.
0: It just seems so weird to me all the time where it's like you could just name this character whatever and it would be correct. You know, like if you call her Clarice, like it doesn't really make it any more silence of the lambs than it would be if it was some different lady. So, like, it's just to just floating on name recognition and then just making an irrelevant show is just a bizarre thing. So, like, I mean, I have to assume that the Chucky thing will be different than that, you know, but it. Because of the history of this stuff, it just it's an instant turn off when it's like, Yeah, we're making a show about an iconic character, you know, that's loosely at best related to what it's from. I'm just not interested.
1: Listen, I'm with you. But I figured we talk about it because hey, people who like horror have heard our podcast. Right. All right, moving on. Uh Army of the Dead, Zack Snyder's follow up to Justice League is another wow. dead reboot. You ready? No. You ready dude? I think straight to Netflix even. No. Uh, the n- <laughs> the new poster was released recently and it teases a more colorful zombie movie because there's like neon colors on it. Oh. And um it's not in the same universe as Romero's movies obviously, but uh, a little less obvious is that it's also not even in the same universe as Scott's I mean uh, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead reboot. So it's just a it's just called Army of the Dead despite Wait. being not part of his series.
0: <laughs> Wait. Okay. First of all, I didn't even realize that's a Zack Snyder movie, the 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 Dawn of the Dead.
1: Yeah, it's like one of the few that I actually liked from actually I was thinking about this recently. I like most of Zack Snyder's movies, I've realized it's just that Batman versus Superman did such a wallop to me so hard that I like in turn started to hate him. But I
0: think the only movies that I know by Zack like I that I knew were Zack Snyder movies uh previous to Justice League uh, were sucker punch and watchmen and of those two I've only seen sucker punch. Which
1: not a I mean I know you like it for guilty pleasure reasons but that movie sucks, dude.
0: Oh, it's ba- it's a bad movie. <laughs> it it like if you want to talk about a, a movie that just objectively doesn't have a story (laughs) yeah sucker punch is it 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 is just a whole lot of uh people punching shit you know
1: (laughs) at least the title Uh, is right
0: but like for some reason yeah that worked something about like the the music and the stupid shit happening was just like entertaining enough for me to vibe you know right um but yeah it's not a good movie
1: at yeah, all. Yeah, Snyder did... Uh, Dawn of the Dead was, I think, his first big movie. And okay, uh, so I, I've
0: seen like yeah, that movie.
1: Yeah, I like that one. It's pretty good. Um, but then he did 300 and Watchmen were like his... Th-
0: oh, then, I knew 300, too, and 300 is fine.
1: Right. I, I just watched that recently, and I still like it. And Watchmen in my is one of my favorite superhero adaptations. I know that's kind of a divisive opinion. People tend to like that movie more than not, but, you know... It's one of my faves, but, uh, Man. and then Man of, St- Man of Steel came out, the Superman movie, and it was just kind of eh, and it kind of like lowered my bar for Snyder, and then fucking Batman vs. Superman came out, and it's legitimately one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, sure. and so, like, it just soured everything until his Justice League came out and redeemed him, but now he's coming out with goddamn, <laughs> yeah, you can roll your eyes, but I-, I liked that movie quite a bit. Wrong word.
0: Wrong word.
1: Listen, I liked it. I liked it. And it's the best out of his DC movies. Easy. It's his best movie oh, since like Watchmen. I
0: I don't know. I, I mean, I, I didn't think it was bad, like bad. I don't know if I'm willing to say that that's a, a redemption arc, but. Well, if, you you'd, know.
1: if you'd seen Batman versus Superman, you might've felt a different way. Trust me. That movie is hot
0: garbage. I mean, that's okay. I mean, fair. I trust you on that for. <laughs> I just think it's funny to call, like, a, a mediocre film, like, his redemption.
1: I mean, I am one of the people who would side on it not being just mediocre. Like, I think it's actually good. Not great. Oh, it's not okay. great. But it's. I think it's good enough to be like, all right. And I've watched it, like, more than once. I'm afraid yeah, to that's say. A- <laughs> it's upsetting, you say?
0: Yeah, that's upsetting. <laughs> that's, that's too many times, for uh, sure.
1: I've wa- I watched it. I think three times normally, no. and, and then he released the black and white version, because he's so up his own ass, that I watched that as well.
0: So you watched it four times?
1: Yeah. I'm pretty, so you
0: watched 16 hours yeah, of Justice.
1: A couple more viewings, and it's an entire day of my life I've, I've watched that movie.
0: Yeah, that's too much. I was correct. That's too many times.
1: Hey, when you like a movie, you like a movie. I've watched Kong, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong twice already, so put that, yeah, that's- in, put that in your butt and smoke it. Yeah. We'll get there. All right. So army of the dead is coming out and, uh, that's pretty much it. It's just not part of his other, uh, dead movie. And it's just another movie with military bros fighting zombies. Let's see if he can, uh,
0: uh, I will love it, but I will say that my initial very pained reaction to you saying that was that I confused army of the dead with army of darkness for uh, a minute. Yeah. And if you ever touched,
1: me- if you ever touched army of darkness, I'd, I would be
0: upset. So. So I'm like less upset than I initially was. Right.
1: These are like they're like new takes on the old Romero zombie movies. So. Right. All
0: right. right.
1: And then our last uh our last <clears throat> and then our last news bit here for the Thriller Club episode 85 is a new Jeepers Creepers movie coming. Oh. It's called Jeepers Creepers Reborn and it's from director Timo Vuin Can't pronounce his name. Timo V. Not the pedophile creator of the series, thankfully. But I kind of feel like just bury it. You know, just bury the movies. Yeah, just make a new guy. <laughs> yeah. It's not like Jeebus Creepers was that that crazy of a concept. Just make another thing with wings.
0: Yeah, like circling back to the fucking Clarice conversation. Just make a new guy.
1: Right. You let We let that pedophile have his trilogy. Just... Let's forget about it. Do something new.
0: You know, are people like come in their shorts about like Jeepers Creepers?
1: Yeah, people love that shit for some reason.
0: I get, I I mean, okay, I guess. When I, I I, I think
1: I've seen the first two before I knew that that guy was a weirdo and I just thought they were okay. Like they were, you know, I, they're not ones that I would go back and rewatch obviously, but I watched them and was just like indifferent to them when I finished.
0: Sure. I see, I don't know. I guess like I'm very curious if there's a target audience of people who are like, man, I would really love to watch a Jeepers Creepers movie, but I'm, I am upset by the director's predilections. Like, I feel like the, the crossover between people who like Jeepers Creepers and people who don't give a fuck that that dude's a pedophile is probably a pretty close, uh, a close crop of people, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I'm curious who it's for.
1: Yeah, that's, I feel like that's this experiment.
0: Uh, even though title of Reborn, like, right. look, we're, we're throwing it into a new context. It's made by a different dude who we don't currently know is a pedophile, at least. It right. could know?
1: be, but we don't know. I feel like this is an experiment just to see if they can get away with continuing this franchise despite the murky background behind its creation. Just I mean, make a new god. I guess they must have made money somewhere along the line with Jeepers Creepers, you know, but who gives a fuck? Sure, but
0: that last one came out, like, fucking 15 years ago, I feel like. No, I
1: think Jeepers Creepers 3 came out, like, it's got to be within the last five years, I think. Really? Yeah, I think. I I I feel like it's fairly... You know what? We've got devices. I'm I'm looking it up. All right, you look it up. See if I give a fuck.
0: First one came out in 2001, so... When I said, "For oh, wow, yeah, 2017.
1: Right. Weird. Shit. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I guess it, and that was even after he was already outed as a weirdo and they fucking made, yeah. they made that movie. It really bring, it must bring in some sort of money if they're willing to do it with that dude still in charge and now they're willing to fucking like reboot it pretty much. I guess. Or, the, or, and this is a valid option, these people are just fucking idiots. And have uh-huh. and own a property and, you know, want to keep going with it, you know?
0: Who, Jeepers Creepers is just like a, a, a man in the sky, right?
1: He's like a – I think he's supposed to be sort of demonic, but like, yeah, he's just like a weird dude with wings, leathery guy.
0: Does he have a hat?
1: Yes, in like a trench coat.
0: So he's just a guy. Yeah. He, he could be any guy.
1: Well, he's got, he's got the wings too.
0: Oh, he looks – Stupid.
1: Oh, yeah, he's dumb looking.
0: Oh, he could be any guy.
1: So, yeah, he could be any guy, but he's this particular guy. <laughs>
0: All right. Fucking whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's coming out. And I meant to mention that um, it was secretly filmed in January of this year. And it was announced in February. And to just pile on how good this is probably going to turn out, it took just eight days to film.
0: No. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know.
0: Oh, so upset.
1: I don't know what, what the fuck that's going to look like. Maybe just because <laughs> it's, maybe just because it's, it only took eight days. I'll check it out just to see what a movie like that would look like, you know?
0: Oh, dude. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess I am curious because like, I feel like there are certainly, there are movies that have been made that could be shot in a handful of days, Yeah. you know? Like Blair Witch,
1: that, that sequel probably. Yeah.
0: Or like a one location film, Right. you know? But like I don't know, man. If you got like a guy running around a cornfield, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I feel like that's what the movie is right. Like he's just a guy in a cornfield. Yeah, he like
1: haunts a certain town, and for like some under some circumstance he'll attack you. I don't fucking care.
0: <laughs> like a scarecrow, man. I feel Pretty like there's much. always. Well, yeah, them. I think
1: I think that's the um, that's the visual that they were going for when he's like when you just see him in the in the uh, field. He looks kind of like a scarecrow. Fucking make okay. a movie about a scarecrow. That's creepier than fucking Leather Wing, dude.
0: Yeah. Just make a guy.
1: Yep. Okay, so I'm going to throw on the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong, and we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about both. We're going to, I mean, we're going to talk mostly about Godzilla vs. Kong, but just about uh-huh. everything that we say about that movie can also be applied to our opinions of Skull Island, for the most part, I feel. so. I mean, dude, you're you're on varying levels of the same opinion of these two movies, and you can't even lie to me.
0: No, that's not true at all.
1: All right, we'll get into it. Listen to this trailer. We'll be right back.
0: It's Godzilla. Lives. Godzilla's out there and he's hurting people and we don't know why. Yeah. There's something provoking him that we're not seeing here. I'm of the same opinion. The myths are real. Yeah. Yeah. There was a war. And they're the last ones standing. I can't reach it for greatness because
1: I'm built from it. Alright, we're back. That was the trailer for Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, right off the bat. These movies are right up my alley, and I don't think they're necessarily up KZ's alley here. I almost called you Zach. How weird was that? Uh. Um, so uh, we're not going to do a synopsis for both of them because I mean, let's be real. Let's just start with some. Uh, let's you know. Let's start with our general like dislike of both of them. We'll give our official idiotic uh, money ratings at the end. Yeah. For now. Let's just say if we liked it or not. My opinion: I like both of these movies a lot. I like uh, Kong Skull Island. I I think that's my favorite of the MonsterVerse still. Yeah, Uh, I I love the presentation of King Kong himself, even though nobody calls him King Kong yet. But Kong, um, I think he's like they really do a good job of making him um, humanized and like you feel for him. I agree with that. And um and Godzilla versus Kong, I also enjoyed quite a bit. Um not as much as Skull Island, but I still really liked it because I because I feel they accomplished what they were set out for. Like sure. la- last night uh full disclosure, we no. had a a disagreement on Instagram messages last night. Yes. And um you mentioned I got to just say, first of all, when I like get into like a back and forth like that and I don't have time to like completely think out my, my viewpoints, I tend to just kind of talk over my own ass. So there right. was some of that last night. Um, but when you mentioned that the, you know, the writer of Shin Godzilla, Godzilla set out to write a certain, um, you know, like a metaphorical film for, right. for the latest catastrophe japan went through right and like that's a that's a distinct difference between just reading into something and coming to a conclusion i agree with that um but at the same time like you can't just uh disqualify godzilla versus kong in my opinion because they weren't they clearly weren't writing towards a goal like that they were the way i look at it is you said it was a political movie shin godzilla and i agree but it's a political monster movie this one is more of an action yeah. monster movie. So to expect... you got to expect two different things. You know what I'm saying?
0: Well, right. That's exact. But see, okay, that's exactly what I was saying. because, And I know that just on a basic level, you don't uh, uh, agree with this. But I thought... my The point that I brought up when we were discussing this that started this discussion in the first place is that I thought a lot of the CGI in Godzilla vs. Kong looked like dog shit. Um, and specifically, the scene where Godzilla is first introduced when he's swimming through the water and then he comes up, uh, the, the water effects looked like PS two. He looked like he was a car. with the headlight. Oh, the water effect. was. I
1: agree. The water effect wasn't great. I don't think it was PS two
0: was that's an exaggeration, but it was fucking bad.
1: I mean, it wasn't great.
0: Bad. The water, when it was
1: splashing looked bad. I would say like any (laughs) other, like,
0: Yeah, like when he was swimming through, and it was like the water was like showing his spikes cutting through the water. Like that shit looked bad. It like the water effects were miserable. See, I didn't, Um, I didn't hate
1: those effects. I hated, I didn't hate any of the effects, but I thought the water looked bad when he was like flipping the ship, and there was just giant splashes.
0: Yeah, Um, and there was some stuff. There was some stuff in there too, like when uh, when Kong jumped off that he was on and you see it happen from inside the cabin right and everything is perfectly level and nobody moves when this seven pound yeah. and then and then
1: he kind of just lands on the other boat and it barely moves
0: Lands onto the other boat and it tilts so it's like it was just like a lot of like n- not a whole lot of forethought into like the whole the whole thing um the flow of the scene the way they made it look But, like, the scene that really stuck in my brain was just watching Godzilla come through the water the first time and the way that he looked and the way that his mouth looked when he first showed up. And I didn't even like when he was blasting lasers a mile a minute. Like, I thought that kind of looked silly, too. Yeah. Like, that whole whole bit fucked with me. And then your point was that Shin Godzilla also had not great CGI. It had pretty bad CGI. It was bad, yeah, in my opinion. And it was bad, you know. And the point that I was trying to raise is: a, yeah, obviously, like I think that you need to take considerations for the the tremendous difference in in budget and like work on CGI that happens in a Tokyo studio. I film feel like we a-
1: can we can acknowledge that, but as viewers of the movies, we can objectively say when something is bad and good, whether the budget yeah. is big or not. Right. So, but
0: I, then my my more major point is. That, in that they are two different movies, I do have two different expectations of them. Well, that's what I'm I'm
1: saying. Continue, I'm sorry.
0: If I'm watching a movie where the director, yes, is making a giant monster film, but he is making it to the end of trying to tell a political allegory, I'm not as concerned with what the monster looks like. I'm a little bit concerned, but I'm not nearly as concerned if the writer and director of a film is trying to create a giant monster movie to the end of making a big action-packed giant monster movie. In that context, the the, the graphic like quality of the two monsters to me is of higher importance if that's what I'm supposed to be focusing on for the whole movie.
1: Well, in, in my opinion, I feel like we just have two different ideologies on this particular situation because I'm not so sure. Like Yes, at the end of the day, I think they were... To the end of, I think their main goal was to make monster movies because you could tell an an allegorical story without monsters if you really wanted to. The reason that the monster is there is because it essentially, like I said earlier, is a disaster movie where the monster is a catalyst. I'm looking at uh, Shin Godzilla as a political monster movie, meaning the subgenre and the subtext that you read into it is political. But at the end of the day, what they are going for is a monster movie through and through. So in my opinion, that that shit, like you mentioned, shouldn't like have so much of a sway on things as far as like the subtext it goes. If it's in the movie, it's in the movie and good. And the action sub subtext is there, etc. But at the end of the day, you gotta kinda judge these movies on how far they take the actual monster elements of it. And and then it just comes down to straight up a disagreement on CG because I didn't think I thought the CG in Godzilla vs Kong was great. I agree with you that there were some shots, like especially you mentioned the mouth. I was a little thrown off by Godzilla's mouth at the beginning of that. So I'm with you there. But I think like for the most part, the grand majority of that movie looks incredible. Whereas the grand majority of the CG in Shin Godzilla looks straight up bad. And yeah, it's because of budget, but I can still be critical of that regardless. Like I said last night, if that movie was made in America, I kind of feel like we would have suggested that they never even... Tried the CG if that's what the budget was going to give us. Just spend that money on making the practical look as good as it possibly could instead of giving us crappy CG. So, either way, CG aside, I just think that, like, since we're expecting two different things out of both of these movies, like, it's not really fair to compare the two. And I know that's kind of my fault because I brought up Shin Godzilla first last night, anyways. But to the the end that Godzilla vs. Kong was going for was action-adventure, and, and I didn't think the CGI was bad, so I I was perfectly content with everything I saw. And, yeah. and with Shin Godzilla, you know, as bad as the CGI was, uh, like, the actual monster stuff is still cool, so I could, you know, kind of separate myself from the CG and enjoy that as well. But if I, honestly, if I had to take the human element from one or the other, I'd probably go with Godzilla vs. Kong. Just because Shin Godzilla is, like, like if you took Godzilla out of that movie, it would be a bad movie. It would just be people talking about government plans and shit like that. So you, would, right. you need the monster in that movie. And the same with this one. It would be a bad movie if it was just, like, half inconsequential characters doing shit that had no effect on the plot. Like, uh, what's her name? Millie Bobby Brown's character in there. Her and her friends in that movie had nothing to do with the plot. You know? <sighs>
0: And then the other guys were literally just there when King Kong was doing stuff.
1: Well, they, the, the way I see it, and they explain it in the movie, is that Kong trusts that girl, the little girl. So they need to be around in order to have Kong calm and and to show them where the Hollow Earth is. Then they go to Hollow Earth to try to get Kong home. But obviously Godzilla is still attacking, so Kong has to come back. And that dumb lady only went down there in the first place to steal the information for the corporation or to steal, like, the power source or whatever to...
0: Existed for 35 seconds.
1: No, it didn't, because that's what that's their whole plan through the whole movie. They're trying to get Kong to the Hollow Earth to do all that. And then when they come back, when he's fighting Godzilla, at the very least, those characters get to play a part in resuscitating Kong, spoilers, when he almost dies. You know, yeah. so they actually play directly into the plot the whole time. Whereas, uh, so... I disagree that the characters had nothing to do in this movie, but I do agree that all the characters from like the Godzilla side of the franchise were pointless, especially when their big plan at the end of the movie was pouring whiskey into a computer.
0: Yes. I mean, that was, but even still, like, even if they were going down there for a reason that was written into the movie, I'm talking about like what, what you see happen in the majority of the movie is like, dudes flying helicopters behind King Kong while he does cool shit.
1: I mean, you yeah. Know? Like and I like I said this is a monster movie so that is going to be the focus, but I'm just saying that the story it is there. Like it does it's a thin story. I'm not trying to say that it's like a deep or layered uh, story. It's but it's it's very surface level, but it is very much there and it is a story that drives drives the movie and it is competent. You can understand it. You can follow it from the front to the back it's just not the most fleshed out but again in my opinion this type of movie doesn't need the most fleshed out human shit as long as they give me kong and godzilla smacking each other in the mouth a couple times
0: which yeah, was tight which is why i would have preferred a shorter movie where just less of not that was happening
1: i mean it, they could have sh- they could have shortened it by getting rid of those other characters that actually did nothing they only they only found mecha godzilla that was the big thing that they did and then they they had no consequence for, for any of the rest of the movie. So right, and I mean,
0: Mechica, like we could have just been following the Shadow Corporation instead. Well yeah. And yeah, I mean Godzilla.
1: like I said, like this isn't like a perfect movie by any means, but for what they in my opinion for what they set out to do, they accomplished that really well because again, I didn't rub up against the CGI at all. I I mean, yeah, I acknowledge that some of the CGI was bad in spots, but for the great majority of the movie, I feel like the shots were really well done. In fact, like, especially, um, especially Godzilla and Kong's facial expressions, even for Godzilla, who's a giant lizard, you can like really tell his motivations and what he's feeling and thinking, but especially for, uh, Kong, like, obviously it's easier cause he's closer to a human face, but like for them to, to animate two outerworldly creatures that like, obviously aren't real and make me understand the emotions that they're doing. Like, I can't just write off the CGI as awful because they were able to relay that information to me just via animation, you know, whereas the is
0: right. a, a little bit of a difference between like graphical quality of CGI and animation quality are like two different kind of concepts. I mean, yeah, like, but
1: they go together. Then one isn't going to work as well. If the other isn't strong, you know, like, it's a balancing act for sure, but but that's what I mean. Like I think that the graphical quality is good enough that it relayed to me exactly what I was supposed to feel out of these computer creations, you know. Like I didn't I didn't find yeah, I didn't but, think they were bad at all, but I did, I agree that there was some like actual effect effects that were CGI that didn't look good. Again, like when. Like it is definitely problematic when Kong is jumping from boat to boat and just landing on them like as if it was like a, like a jetty, you know, you would think that that would sink underwater a little bit or something right? because there's a giant monster jumping on it. And then, yeah, the water, the, the water, when like he's flipping the boat and it's just like, oh, like, it looks like they just copy and pasted the same splash effect, but like a billion times. So like, I agree that there is definitely some jarring CGI in there. But I think it's more of, like, like, distinct effect shots as opposed to, like, the grand majority of the animations and all that.
0: So, yeah, I mean, so I do... fuck I, you. That's more or less what I was talking about when I said, like, CGI. Because I think some of the animations were fine, um, but I was just thinking kind of of that in, like, a different... in, like, a, its own kind of category, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, I like the thing that I liked most about the movie, I think, is that they made kind of similar to your like how expressive they made Kong. I think that that was cool. But the thing that I liked is that they like the way that he fought felt really organic, Mm -hmm. you know, like the way that he applied just like straight brute force to everything that he did felt it kind of felt like it had the correct amount of like weight. Yeah, you you could definitely
1: feel the weight during those scenes.
0: Like, yeah, so anytime that he was, like, bouncing off of buildings to punch Godzilla in the face, you know, was kind of rad. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, even in terms of story, like, I don't know, yeah, they brought him to Hollow Earth and, and whatever, but for me, that was, like, he just kind of got an axe.
1: Well, I mean, but then we see at the end yeah. that, that he did get there, and he found an axe, but their whole thing is that they wanted to bring him home, because at the beginning they established... Well, they established that he's getting too big for Skull Island and that he needs a new home. And so they want to bring him to Hollow Earth to bring him to a new home. And, uh, the, but the dumb lady and all the people who are funding that trip want to figure out the power source to control Mechagodzilla. So, so honestly, in my opinion, it, it's kind of witty how both of those plots converge at one point And we, I mean, going to hollow earth isn't just so he can get an ax. You know, he does get a sweet ass ax down there, but they go down there f- both for reasons. And it's just the only reason he goes back with that ax is because Godzilla's fucking somehow shooting a laser into hollow earth from the surface yeah. of the planet, which is admittedly silly, but you know, the only reason he goes back to the surface is because Godzilla is still fucking shit up. So he goes back and fights right. him. But yeah, in my opinion, I—that's I, why I like the story—is because, like, for as simple as it was, it panned out. It like made sense, and then at the end, you see that he's down there living his fucking monkey life. So, ultimately, he—you know—it pays off in the end. They set up Hollow Earth. They go to Hollow Earth. Pays off in the end. Beautiful, beautiful. This is like fucking good uh, Godfather,
0: right here. Yeah, it's Look, basically
1: the same <laughs> level of Godfather storytelling.
0: Yeah, I just found myself really just not caring about what was happening outside of the actual action sequences. Yeah. I just didn't didn't matter. Like, yeah, I got it. You know, the shadow organization is doing some fucked up shit and then the other people want to bring them home. Um, you know, but I don't know. I, I just didn't like I didn't even really buy into like the like I, just, I felt like the fucking backstory of like their their prophesized like adversaries was the goofiest shit. In the world to me uh,
1: I guess the th- They weren't really It wasn't really a prophecy It was that they actually Had fought before And like they Like That's just lore building
0: think, They had a war was, In the past I th- But I think Yeah but I think It was like Ancestral You know Like A, pr- a, a previous version Of Kong Fought like a previous Version of Godzilla Well yeah Because you put, see
1: In Skull Island Which which we haven't Talked about at all we, d- we did see like That he had A family and everything So sure Right but I mean still the whole thing the whole thing with titans going even back to the Japanese movies is that like they are they want to be like this movie sets up they want to be the apex predator. So if there's another titan that exists they want to they want to fuck him off. That's the only reason like well,
0: no, I get that. But right. like this one is specifically like there is a there's an ancient ancestral battle that right. takes place between a monkey and a dragon every fucking hundred years or whatever well no it's not
1: it's not every hundred years it's it's just that there had been fights between those two types of monsters but a bunch of other monsters too like in the hollow earth and shit like it's the the thing that they're trying to get across is that there was a big titan war at some point and these two are like the last two fucking titans of that age and then the only reason godzilla's attacking everybody is because stupid shadow corporation is making mecha godzilla and he wants to fuck that off and then Kong just happens to be there pretty much right. because they're transporting him to a new home. So I think, I honestly think that it like it all intersects pretty nicely again, not deep. And I understand if you don't care about it, I mean like that's just a matter of opinion. Like if this story didn't rub you the right way, it didn't rub you the right way, but I personally enjoyed it. So like, you know, the o- the really only thing that I'm super critical about this movie on are those characters that found Mechagodzilla Godzilla. And yeah. and just did nothing. Like they even, at that point, they find Mechagodzilla and then Mechagodzilla goes sentient, kills the bad guys. Again, spoiler. So we're, we're so slapdash about this, but whatever. Um, and then he leaves and those three characters are just stuck in that lab for the rest of the movie. Just trying yeah. but failing at doing, of being any help to anybody. Uh, Millie right. Bobby Brown's character tries to call her dad and after a couple cutoffs in the conversation, it just ends. Like she just fails at telling him and then they try to break into that computer with a, by guessing a military password and that yeah. fails and then the dude just pours whiskey all over the computer like it's some big revelation and mecha godzilla stops for half a second and then continues right. fucking attacking everybody so it's like those characters really had no reason to be in this movie besides That's the true. Yeah. besides the fact that they were in Godzilla King of Fucking Idiots Bonds. right right
0: yeah, I mean, it. it yeah, Mecha Godzilla. Their attempt to thwart him was absolutely uh, not a thing, yeah. and it was very. That, yeah, their whole their whole side plot was like very bizarre because, like, even when they took like the el- like the elevator up to like level thirty three or whatever the fuck it was right. at, at Apex, and then like, a <laughs> there were still people working there, <laughs> yeah, uh, still despite the it having. To- absolutely leveled by a radioactive dragon. Right. Um, and then they just walked off the elevator and nobody paid them any mind. And it yeah. was like, like you could see little dudes hanging out. And it was like, y'all don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're like the first person in months has shown up at this fucking place. That's a secret.
1: And not only that, it's like when they first get there, the way they're like trying to, f- the that power source is there when that one dude sees it, and then it's gone, and they're like, where the fuck did the power source go? And then the only way that they get to that sub-level, they find the elevator, is because she walks over to it and goes, hey, yeah. where does this go?
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Like, come
1: on. At least pretend like they, you have a schematic or something.
0: They, like, stumble into the, the thing of uh, skull crawlers. Yeah. That then takes them to Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, it's silly. And also they put skull crawlers in there.
1: Yeah. From, from skull. What? I don't know. I guess they were just, uh, they were taken to, to test Mechagodzilla, I suppose. I mean,
0: Godzilla could kill one of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. He's ready. He killed that one skull thing. Um, and also I hate those characters mainly because they're conspiracy theorists. And this movie gives conspiracy theorists way too much credit. Like, yes. at, like the fact that they're just right about everything. And at the right end. In- yeah. It, it, and like at the end, they like they even bring up like I don't know if it's it's another like well-known conspiracy. I don't know if it's flat Earth or something, but like they bring it up and like they talk about it as if like well, if we're right about this, then we're probably right about that. And it's like why are you writing these characters to be right about what is objectively wrong in real life? Like, right. Like they were right, right about this because it's a science fiction movie, but you can't pretend like every conspiracy theory is legit. So yeah, those characters are definitely. Definitely bring the ranking down for sure a little bit, but otherwise I, but it is weird because I rub up so bad against those characters where it's like, like, I really wish that they edited them out of the movie because I like (laughs) the rest of the movie, but those characters are like, they really like hamper it down. And especially because the runtime, they just add to the runtime. That's pretty much their whole thing. Yeah. No, thanks. I didn't even let you say if you liked the two movies at the beginning, I just jumped into my thing. Return, oh, to, uh, return to return that.
0: No, um, <laughs> I didn't. I really. <laughs> I've got more of a statement than that. Right. I didn't really like uh, uh, Godzilla versus Kong for the most part. I I thought it had fun moments, you know, and I wouldn't say that sit here and say that I hated the movie. I liked the fun parts. I just think the fun parts were very exclusively tied to when Kong was fighting Godzilla. And I mean, I don't I don't disagree
1: with that because like those were the fun parts. But it's just that. I liked the little bit of story we got for the most part, aside shitty characters aside, and you just right. didn't. So
0: uh, Skull Island, I liked more definitely. Um, I would even go so far as to say, like I kind of liked it, Whoa, like in general. What, uh, I I thought all the action-y stuff was fun, um, and I I thought the human stuff was kind of cool even though it was a lot of it was kind of ham fisted Th- the only that's... thing I did was I I didn't at any point get over just how silly Sam Jackson's like very <laughs> hardcore rage against a yeah. big monkey was I really couldn't watch that with any kind of seriousness so and man... I know a big monkey movie but like <laughs> right. just the moment that I saw like the hate in Sam Jackson's <laughs> I eyes loved,
1: I love that shit
0: I was like, man, I like, I, I couldn't take this seriously if you paid me to. And, uh, um, but I
1: kind of feel like for Skull Island, that's like that's just the gist of those characters. Like, yeah. whereas the Godzilla characters in those two movies are like very melodramatic. And then right. in Godzilla vs Kong, it's sort of a mixture of both. Like, there's a little bit more levity in it, but they yeah. still get kind of, you know, stop talking. You know what I mean? But yeah. and then in Skull Island, it's just straight up balls to the wall archetypes. Like they're not like they don't develop at all. They just come in as like obvious character setups and then just right. there like like Tom Hiddleston, he's the he's the um handsome captain who leads everybody. John C. Yeah. Riley is the the kooky guy who's been stuck on an island for too long. Sam Jackson is yeah. the fucking apocalypse now guy, just on Kong Skull Island, you know? Yeah. So, in my opinion, I thought it was ju- it was just below goofy enough for me to be like, "All right, I can I can vibe with this."
0: Sure. Um, that that was the other thing I didn't like is I just I just straight up don't like John C. Riley. Um, Damn so, shame, goddamn shame. So I just could like I didn't buy I didn't accept him basically. <laughs>
1: like but, my, I think it's weird because I I I like John C. Riley for the most part. But like he's been like he started out as a dramatic actor, yeah. so like, like he's in like gangs of New York and shit like that, and he's just a perfectly fine actor. So the fact that they brought him into this movie just as John C. Riley, the comedian, like right. he just he talks like he's in like a Will Ferrell movie, and yeah. like he's just goofy for the most part. It d- it does kind of create like a it is kind of jarring compared to the other characters who are goofy. Don't get me wrong, but they're not like caricature like comedic characters, you know? Uh, Yeah. So that was a little weird, especially since they give him like the, the emotional backstory with like the, the family that he eventually finds after he gets off the island and shit. It's like, you probably could have wasted that little bit of emotional depth on a character. Who's not just obviously comedic relief. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I just kind of like accept his character basically. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can't blame you for that, but I liked it. I, for the most part i i did like it you know um i i liked i don't know i i went in obviously being like it's just not knowing and i the first scene there was something about it that rubbed me the wrong way and i don't remember what it was but something about the literal opening of that film just did not work for me with young john uh, c riley dude yeah young john c, <laughs> c. riley and like i felt like for a minute it looked like they were in the middle of like a a desert that couldn't exist, you know, it looked like they were on a beach, but
1: it did look a little big.
0: They, they looked like they were on that, like, um, that old, like Microsoft, uh, wallpaper, the sand effect, like that's where it looked like they were. (laughs) Um, and so I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, but (laughs) there were after that, like once I discovered like, Oh, they like actually thought about like, the ecosystem of Skull Island, right? you know, and there are like other cool monsters that are just there to give like the, a sense of life to this place. Like I like that stuff. Um, and that kind of kept me kind of motivated. And and
1: I like this that I think the other con movies kind of touch on it, but I feel like this is the first one that really delved into the ancient civilization that like exists on Skull Island. Right. It was just cool to see that aspect of it. And like, and that also that's whole bit of the movie helped add, humanity to kong because they tell you about his family who's dead and how he's the last one he's like an adolescent pretty much
0: so right so i would say for the most part i liked skull island um and for the most part i did not like godzilla versus kong right
1: overall you liked the fun bits but like the the fucking monster fights pretty much
0: i i think that like if godzilla versus kong were an hour and 25 minutes probably would have been okay
1: yeah
0: um you know, Which I mean, is I
1: can't disagree with that.
0: Just a recurring critique that I have of eighty five percent of movies. <laughs> yeah, that's so. true.
1: It's too fucking long. And I'm not uh-huh. gonna I'm not gonna lie and say that Godzilla versus Kong wasn't too long. It definitely was. And again, I think I've given my reason why I feel it was too long. Those characters those particular characters were just in it to make the runtime longer. In yes. my opinion. Um, you wanna know my favorite scene of Kong Skull Island? Sure. It's like towards the end when the big skull boy shows up and he's fucking everybody up and like Kong is stuck in chains and shit. And, uh, all the main characters are trying to get to the raft to get off the boat. And there's that one guy who turns around with the two grenades. Like he's going to do some like super, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 He's going to do like a super heroic sacrifice. <laughs> and he's like, come on, eat me or whatever. Cause he wants them to explode in the thing's mouth. And the, right. and the monster like runs up to him with the mouth open. You think he's going to bite him. But then the last mm-hmm. second, he just slaps him with his tail against slaps. the fucking, against the cliff. And he explodes there. Yeah. Explodes. Laughed into, out loud.
0: Just objectively, not how it's <laughs> <brains> explode. <laughs> yeah, <just>
1: too, too <laughs> big of explosions. I loved it, dude. I fucking loved it. Like That whole movie just has little bits like that. Like I know they're not great characters, but like most of them have a moment. Where just something silly happens, and you, I just have to sit back and be like, "God damn, thank you yeah. for thank you for that." No yeah. other movie is gonna show me that like heroic situation, just be trounced down by a fucking giant monster. Yeah, is, that was is, pretty. Is trounced the word? Trounce. Yeah, trounced. Yeah. Did I use that right Justin?
0: I think you did. No, pretty sure you did. Fucking nailed it. Look at that. I think my favorite scene of Skull Island was when Sam Jackson was like about to set off the charges and then Kong just punched him yeah. out of existence. Yeah. That, that's
1: another example of something like that, that I love. It's just like out of like, it's just, all right, he's dead. That's it. Like, sorry. But with Samuel Jackson, like I can understand your criticism on it, but I, I, I don't know why I just really enjoyed how upset he was about everything. Like I agree. There's really no reason he should have thought he could fucking kill this thing. So it's just silly that he tried at, in right. in a, any way. But I don't know. I See, that's just something that I enjoy. It's just, it's stupid enough for me to like. Idiot.
0: It wasn't necessarily like, oh, this monkey is dangerous and it killed all my <laughs> squad mates. Uh, that I thought was. I, it was literally the shot of like him staring down Kong. Like they were oh. having this like, adult, like this rivalry soul connection. <laughs> mode.
1: Yeah, see, I liked, I liked that. I, I
0: could not fucking do it. <laughs> I know it's um,
1: super goofy, but it's just like, yeah, show know. these guys.
0: I think at that point, I hadn't quite recognized that that was gonna be the tone of the movie, all yeah. like all together. Yeah. So it just, I, I yeah, I wasn't prepared for that level of just like dumb. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, no, um, I feel you.
1: That that was the moment that it clicked for me when the first time I saw this movie when I'm like, oh, please tell me this guy gets like lasered so he's huge and they have just a boxing match at some point. Yeah. Like I, I was expecting it, it to go that dumb, but...
0: I think it was just like a matter of timing because it happened immediately after like a, a, a fairly lengthy scene of just Kong just fucking destroying yeah. everybody. You know, and like that like scene's a,
1: badass when these fucking yeah, blasting all the helicopters.
0: Well, all, like it's kind of intense, you know, yeah. as much as like a, you know, obviously not like a dark film, but right. like it is him just like effortless, effortlessly and mercilessly slaughtering everybody in sight. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, fuck oh, yeah. fuck, like this is like hard and violent. And so for the right. next thing to happen, to be Sam Jackson, fucking grilling, <laughs> yeah. huge monkey, just it was inadequate timing and it just fucking stressed me out.
1: Yeah. For like a <laughs> I do feel like that's probably like one of the main criticisms for people who didn't like that movie is that the tone is like very unbalanced in spots. Yeah. Cause like, like one of the pilots goes through the fucking helicopter blade and it's just a shower of blood. And then immediately after, like you said, it's fucking a goofy right. stare down between a human and King Kong. <laughs> yeah.
0: There was also a bit where, uh, uh, is her name Brie Lawson? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. Um, the
1: internet's favorite actress.
0: Yes. Um, Brie Larson was uh, trying to take a long exposure shot of Aurora Borealis or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, but my flashlight is dead. Yeah. And Tom Hiddleston gave her his father's lighter, which she then used just to <laughs> click a, uh, click yeah. a single on the camera that she owns and uses as a job, right. you know? So it was like, damn, you didn't, you didn't know. If I can see the dial. First of right. all, like it's not, it's black. I can see the dial that you can hit. <laughs> and you don't just know how to do it on the tool that you use for a job every day. Yeah, that it was goofy. like, it was so aggressively just to give, like make the lighter exist so they yeah. could use it later. Yep. And that I didn't like that either. Yeah. Cause I saw it immediately and it right. made me,
1: <laughs> At the very least, they do use it. Imagine if that movie, that scene existed, and it was that was just it. There's no greater point to it.
0: Yeah, I thought but they could. They could have just had him flicking a lighter, right. like when he showed up. Yeah,
1: make and, him and a smoker.
0: Would, got it. He's got a lighter. Understood. Right. You know, what? I mean, because like Brie Lars, him and Brie Larson know each other. So even like the first time that like they talk to each other and catch up. He could have just been flicking his lighter open. She could have said the same, like, Oh, I didn't know you were a smoker now. And he's like, Oh, it's my dad's or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, we could have just established that right away in a way that's like humans act like are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but true. instead they were like, Oh fuck, we forgot to put the lighter in the movie. Let's do the worst scene possible. <laughs> right.
1: That wasn't even in the script. They just forgot about it. And they were like, all right, we're, uh, we got to film this one scene real quick. Make it up as you go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that you were really going to enjoy the scene where they're all just walking like it's fairly early in the movie where they're walking through the jungle and then one guy is like talking shit and the other guy talks back to him and, but when he turns around the dude who was talking shit has a giant spider leg just going through his fucking mouth.
0: Yeah, I liked that whole scene. That whole spider scene was really cool. Right, because it
1: like a little bit of body horror and I know how you get with that
0: that fucking oh, crazy shit. That shit. Yeah, I liked all, I liked, you know, anytime it was like, hey, here's a weird creature. It was kind of neat just to think about it like that. And I also did like a lot I liked a lot of the uh like the army dudes. I thought, you know, their yeah. interactions were funny. So. Except
1: for that motherfucker who who shoots the uh the big cricket mother monster. Yeah. Dude fuck that guy.
0: Fuck that guy. On site, just start shooting this cricket.
1: Yeah, giant He's cricket. Like, whatever. On. Maybe he looks like a giant tree moving, but get over it, bud.
0: He's just a boy. At this point, you should understand.
1: Right. I was pumped that that skull crawler was right behind him to snatch him up like that. Yeah. But uh, the fucking the monster that was getting shot was just like, dude, enough. <laughs> Walks yeah, away. It.
0: it was just dinking off of him, and he was like, "Man, can you leave me alone? I'm just trying to vibe. I'm just trying to live my life. <laughs> trying to
1: be a tree amongst all these other trees. Can you get over it?" Leave them alone. <laughs> true. Listen, true. All right. So I feel like we've, uh, I mean, that was a very slapdash conversation, but I think we touched on all the main points.
0: We talked about movies. We talked about
1: movies. I think we can give our our motherfucking $10, $5, $0 review if you want to explain what that is.
0: Oh, boy, do I. Um, we we uh, rate our movies based on ticket prices, basically. <laughs> This <laughs> so, so is
1: getting to become uh-huh. a nightmare
0: It's a three tiered rating system It's zero, five, ten, As in $0, $5, $10 Based on ticket prices Right, so you got your $0 Which is essentially like ha- This is how much money you're willing to pay To yeah. watch this movie in a theater $0, obviously that means uh, You wouldn't pay Any money for it, it's not a good movie Skip this movie, it's dog shit Would not recommend but, it to uh, anybody Five dollars means it's worth catching on like a discount night, like at a matinee show or a, a discount Tuesday. Super Tuesday, even. Yeah, maybe even a Super Tuesday for our for our old fans. <laughs> 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 um, uh, so that's like a. It's an alright movie. It's worth a watch, right. you know, but but really nothing more than that. And then ten dollar that's your full price jammer that means it's very you gotta see it Uh, it's probably gonna go into your rotation you're gonna watch it like more times throughout your life Um, which unfortunately for you apparently doesn't hold a lot of meaning because you've watched Justice League four (laughs) fucking times $10 Um, for Justice League yeah gross um i think
1: it was was the shine of that movie having finally been released like i was never somebody who gave a fuck about like release of snyder cut i only cared about it when it was like announced that it existed and was coming out so when that movie came out i was just super interested in how different and how much wb fucked up that movie so i feel like that's the reason i watch it so much i do like it but i think i can go plenty of time now without seeing it again
0: i fucking hope so (laughs) um and so that's basically how it is. So it's not, you don't, you don't want to think of it as like a star system. $10 no. doesn't necessarily mean a 10 no, star perfect
1: no. Not even, not even kind of. It's just $10, yeah. our opinion that we would watch it again and recommend yeah.
0: it. Yeah. It just means that it's a, a pretty goddamn good movie. Right. So that's it.
1: <laughs> oh, that's all right. All right. That's the, that's the system. Uh, for me, I'm going to go ahead and say it just like Shin Godzilla got a 10. Kong Skull Island, ten big bucks. Godzilla versus oh. Kong, ten big bucks. Oh man, dude! Yeah. Oh, I real I really had fun with these movies. I can understand that there are issues with them, but again, both of these movies executed what the writer and the director set out to execute. In my opinion, perfectly because all they need to do is deliver the the monster shit, and anything else that's the ice cream. Anything else is just whipped cream and cherry. If the whipped cream and cherry is kind of crappy, you just knock that shit off and you keep eating the ice cream. And so I was fine with both of them. And I liked both of them. I will watch both of them again. I have watched both of them multiple times. And I would recommend it to people who like this kind of shit and aren't fucking miserable dorks. What would you give it? Uh, I would give uh, Kong Skull Island a strong fiver. Okay. Okay.
0: And I would give Godzilla vs. Kong... Oh, just so close to a zero, but still uh, a
1: five. Oh, whoa, dude! See, you uh, you surprised me with these ones. I th- I thought for sure I was I w- I was for sure, certain that you were gonna give Godzilla vs Kong a zero and Skull Island a low five.
0: No, Godzilla vs the fu- the parts that were fun about Godzilla vs Kong were exactly fun enough uh, to warrant a watch, and also i I was watching it in 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 pretty good context um that, <laughs> but also that,
1: kind of, I feel like might have been somewhat distracting
0: <laughs> you know no oh, um okay no right. but i you know i was in I was in an especially good mood watching this movie. <laughs> so that may have aided it a little bit if I watched it by myself at home who knows you know I can't <laughs> say for certain but but I didn't and I watched it in good context, so I had fun watching it. Right. So in my, in my, I cannot lie. <laughs> so it's like, it's as close to a zero as a five can be. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, at least it hit five. That makes me happy. That's uh-huh. going to gonna send me and the listeners home happy. Okay. Are you happy about I,
0: that? I'm so stoked that the listeners will be happy. Less stoked that you're going to be happy. Don't really give a fuck about you.
1: it. I, in fact, I'm kind of unhappy that you even liked it at all. I would have rather you be miserable the whole time, but you know. We all have our good days. Um, Sorry, bro. And I feel like you're going to have a good day next episode, whenever that's going to happen. Let's aim for next week, but we are finally going to be talking about one of your faves. Old boy.
0: Uh, It's my actual favorite movie. Oh,
1: and this will be the first time I see it. So Casey might've just given a buried the lead there and given away his, his money rating. But hey, who knows what I'm going to think, you know,
0: who does now,
1: who does not me, not me until I watch it. Right. And uh, just to answer the questions, it's not going to be, to answer the questions like anybody fucking asked, right. but it's not going to be a double episode with nope. the remake, and we're not going to do the two-episode-for-two-weeks deal where we cover both of them. No. We're just watching the original, what is it, Korean? Korean, yeah. The original Korean old boy. So be yep. ready for that. And KZ, I didn't tell you about this, but I'm thinking, because I've started reading the manga again, I never finished it. I got the big old full collection. I'm thinking we might have to delve into the poorly received Uzumaki movie.
0: Okay, sure, yeah.
1: Because I feel like that's something that, even though it was poorly received on release, it's something that we both sort of enjoy, that type of shit. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what they did with the actual movie.
0: I'm in, yeah. Especially since
1: that anime is coming out at some point. That's true. It's going to be goofy. All right, where can they find us on the internet?
0: Fuck me, dude. I don't know. They can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Thriller Club Pod. I'm pretty confident.
1: Hell yeah, dude. And I also just, uh, I kind of brought the uh, the Facebook page back. I don't know why. Uh, but, cool. you know, it's there. Find us on Facebook. I think it's also at Thriller Club Pod. But if ads aren't a thing on Facebook, I don't know. Uh, just search the Thriller Club and you'll find us. Yeah,
0: And they can find us, you know, on Spotify or wherever you listen to other podcasts and I, I don't even know where you can find me on this one to be honest uh you can find me posted up on the couch eating vegan donuts and having a good day
1: and you can just find- in my- <laughs> that has nothing to do with either of the movies
0: hey that's the context I watched them in
1: okay all right and you can find me as uh, a naked cricket tree boy getting shot at and being like, dude, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Stop shooting.
0: All right.
1: Good. Uh, emphasis on the naked part.
0: That dude yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. wearing clothes. Anyways, he didn't, it would be, it would be so strange if he did, <laughs>
1: if you had a little tuxedo on.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so we will see you next week for old boy, the week yep. after for Uzumaki. And then I'm just going to say, we'll see you for the others at some point. I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we'll get to it at some point. And I just want to remind everybody that yes, I know everybody's been asking again. Everyone's asking me and my yep. sister, Rachel will be doing scream three and scream four, uh, soon enough. And then eventually scream five in January of 2022, I guess is when it's supposed to come out. So that's going to happen as well. So, there you go. Great. Um, yep. So we're the Thriller Club. We'll be back next week. And, uh, Bye.
0: Bye.